0: well good morning uh my radio friends and family uh you're no longer friends but your family and uh, we consider you family uh coleman county and the surrounding areas and we want to thank uh brother ron Mosley, him and his dad senior and junior uh for giving us opportunity to come on this radio station to do what we do plant seeds of hope around the world uh Today, my wife's going to be talking about self-control, and all of us need that and fall Short in that in in some area of our life. So uh, just open your heart and your mind and uh, listen, and I believe you're going to be blessed.
1: Alrighty. We're on part five of Keys to the Kingdom, self-control. Sinful urges are a part of human life, as we are sinful by nature. But we can turn to God and ask Him for help in controlling these impulses. Once, I lacked self-control and was labeled headstrong, inconsistent, unruly, wayward, and defiant. King Solomon put it like this, Proverbs 25:28. A man without self-control is like a city broken in two and left without walls. In other words, I was a person with no self-control. My main goal was sensual pleasures and gratifying the flesh. I was all about self, and my relationship to others didn't sway my main goal. Let's look at 2 Timothy 3, 1-5. But mark this, there will be terrible times in last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love. Unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but not denying its power, have, have nothing to do with them. This is a strong warning to avoid and also saying that people without self-control love pleasure more than God. Yikes! This did defy me at one time. My sin was lust. I may have looked like a Christian by being a teacher or Sunday school leader on the praise team, a worshiper of God, but inside I was far from it. My obsession was pleasing my need for pornography and masturbation ruled me to the point of thinking about others that were not my husband. I committed adultery in my heart by thinking about it in my mind. I constantly asked God for forgiveness and asked Him to change me, but nothing happened. I was still stuck in my continuous loop, wanting change but not receiving it. Why? I tell you why. My outward appearance may have changed. The inward mead was still the same. I desperately hid any signs of weakness so I wouldn't look foolish to those in my circle. After all, people, I was an important person in our church. People came to me for direction in their life. Pride gets you nowhere fast and my wall kept crumbling. After all, it was my walk with God and I wasn't hurting no one else, wrong answer. My marriage was struggling because I was out of control. My relationships failed because I lacked in a lot of the fruits of the Spirit. Still, God's grace was enough to sustain me till I was able to admit my struggles to others and seek help so my gaps could be filled in by God's forgiveness love. Then I could be made complete. I remember telling my husband about my struggles that I couldn't do it anymore because it was disrespectful to us, him, me, and God wasn't happy with me being a sinner. I'm supposed to be a child of the King and I I need to start acting like it. It was a struggle still. My goal was wanting God to acknowledge my prayers and to be the woman he called me to be. I started renewing my mind daily in the word. I did fall to temptation a couple of times. I asked forgiveness, didn't linger in my temptation, dusted self off. Thank God for helping me move forward. Temptation still comes today. I cast the thought down. I say Jesus' name over and over again in my mind. I start praising God and Jesus out loud, giving praise to them and the Holy Spirit whom brought me through. People, it doesn't matter what your addiction is. The word of God is powerful. Jesus' name is power to overcome any stronghold in your life. Resist the devil. He will flee. This means you stand up with the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the belt of truth. Gird up your loins. Prepare your feet for readiness and hold deep in your heart the sword of truth which is his spirit keep the word of god close
0: to you thank god for a godly wife i love her testimony so she's so honest and so humble uh, to share it you know most people wouldn't say the things that she does but she gives god the glory for what god has done in her life and what god has uh, brought her through and You know, we all have struggles in some areas. I don't care if you're a pastor or evangelist or Sunday school teacher. Each one of us falls short and comes short of the glory of God every day. But see, self-control. What do we do when we get weak? What did Jesus tell his disciples when they would get weak? He says, cast your fears upon me. Cast your cares upon me. And see, we got to learn that through Him and through His name and through His Word and being obedient, you're sure we all go going to have thoughts that we shouldn't think. And sometimes we act on them thoughts and we all fall short. Sometimes temptation may overcome us. What do we do? We don't keep going in that direction. We realize our mistakes and we call on the Father to forgive us see that's the problem the shame of our sin keeps us from asking god for forgiveness see the holy spirit every time we sin i don't care how big or how little always convicts you of your sin he always lets you know that you're doing wrong in the eyes of the father thank god that we got a holy spirit a heavenly father that cares see we got to put ourselves, our bodies, our mind, and our spirit under self-control. See, what did Jesus do? He was in the mountain, 40 days. You remember the story? He got baptized, John baptized, he went into the mountain for 40 days. What happened? The devil didn't come to him instantly and tempt him. The devil waited till he got real weak, real weak in his spirit, and then he came and tempted him. But what did Jesus do? In his weakest moments, he cried out with the word of God. See, the devil knows when your weakest point is. When you get aggravated on your job or with your spouse or maybe your children are getting on your nerves. Maybe you want to take another pill. Maybe you want to take a drink. Maybe you want to uh, say you're going down a road and watch a pornography away from your wife. We can hide it from each other, but we'll never hide it from God. So what are you hiding from God today? What is your struggle? We all have them. See, a lot of times if we don't confess our struggles, we'll keep struggling. See, for a long time I didn't confess a lot of things that I did to to my wife or no one else. I kept it to myself and only confessed it to God. But see, true freedom comes through confession. That's the reason the Bible says that to be a son or a child of God, a woman of God, you got to confess your sins. You got to tell Jesus, "Forgive me of my sins. I'm a sinner, and come into my life and be my Lord and Savior." That's how easy it is. Confessing your sins. See, we all have struggles. You know, I seen uh. A guy one time when I was having Loving You Through Addiction, my Loving You Through Addiction classes, uh, he said his biggest uh, struggle was was a candy bar in the morning. He thought that he'd, he'd nearly run people off the road in the mornings to get that candy bar before he went to work. See, it could be something just as simple as a candy bar to be a struggle. And I'm asking you today to look inside your heart and just see what's keeping you from walking in the glory of God, the righteousness of God. What's keeping you to fulfilling God's purpose in your life? What's keeping you from the anointing of God flowing through and in your life? Signs and wonders and miracles following you. Jesus said then things would happen. But first, we've got to walk in the anointing. We can't keep these things. See, I love my wife as honesty because she admits that she was abused. She admits that she had lust problems. She admits this and that. She's open with it. But see, through her struggles and her confession, she's able to help others. And I know someone out there today is listening to our sound of our voice. And I know you got that personal struggle. Maybe it may be in your finances. Maybe it may be at home. Maybe you may be talking to a, a, another man or a woman that you shouldn't be talking to. Thinking about having an un-moral uh, relationship with a, another man or another woman. But maybe you ain't acted on and you think that's okay that you just ain't crossed that line. No, if you don't confess it and put a stop to it, sooner or later you will cross that line. See, we gotta confess. We gotta get a hold of Jesus and walk the same shoes in the same shoes he did. See, he, Jesus said he didn't do nothing on his own. He come to glorify the Father, and see that's the way we ought to live our life, holy as He is holy. Everything we ought to do, ought to edify Jesus, ought to edify the Father. What's our purpose here on life? You know what our purpose here on life is? Is to be disciples to men and women that don't know God. And I know there's some of you listening to me and the sound of my voice. You once knew God and you walked away from God. Your sins got so overwhelmed that you fell in and you can't forgive yourself and uh, you don't think God will forgive you. There are some of you used to teach Sunday school and be in the praise and worship team and you don't even go to church no more. Why? Because of guilt. See, I once was like that See, when I was in one of the highest organizations in the world, and it kept me from serving God the way I wanted to serve God. And then I felt guilty and now I wouldn't go to God. But see, thank God today I'm free from all that. And my heroin addiction. Every time i take a shot of dope, I'd feel guilty. I was ashamed to fall down on my knees and ask God to forgive me because I already knew it was wrong. He already convicted my heart. But see, today, God's knocking on somebody's heart today. You've been walking in this lifestyle way too long, brothers and sisters. You don't have to walk in it no more. We can be free from this. If you want to be free, today's the day that you can set yourself free. I ask that you just bow your head wherever you are. If you're going down a road, please don't bow your head and shut your eyes. But just say this and mean it from the bottom of your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. And Today I ask that you come into my life and be my Savior and help me with these fleshly desires that I have. Hold my hand as I walk through this valley because I can see the mountaintop on the other side. This is Brother James Price. You can check us out on Instagram on Whosoever Ministries or Facebook on Whosoever Ministries. And if you said that prayer, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have uh, hear a praise report. And if God puts it in your heart to sponsor this broadcast, Lord God knows we need it. We ask that you just, our uh, PO Box is 4, 33 Blountsville, Alabama, 35031. Or you can just call the radio station and go by there and drop an offer and offer or a love gift. And I believe everyone that's ever gave to this ministry has got a hundredfold back. Increase follows us wherever we go because we're out trying to win souls for the Lord. We ask that you be a disciple today. And what a disciple means is following Jesus and teaching the others to follow Jesus. This is Brother James from Tonya Price. Until next Saturday, may God bless you.